going to start today with an animal which is both loved and loathed. Kind of depends which side of the Tasman you're living on. But after a five-year-long study, an international group of researchers led by the University of Otago has mapped the entire genetic code of the brush-tailed possum. And what they've discovered could help with predator control, predator control here in Aotearoa, and ironically conservation programs in Australia where possums are not just native but nationally protected. And the secret all seems to come down to the smell of the possum's urine. Joining me now is study lead Associate Professor Tim Hall from Otago's Department of Anatomy. Hi there, Tim. Kia ora, GC. Have you got an attachment to these possums, despite what they're doing to our uh, our own sort of native ecosystem? Well, I've got to say, I grew up on a farm, so I started out not being particularly attached to them. But um, now that I've got to understand them inside and out, you really can't uh, understand something more intimately than um, sequencing its genome. Um, I've definitely developed a, a newfound respect. Can you tell us what sequencing the genome means and involves? It's a massive effort. Um, Like I say, it sort of took us five years and it required international collaboration. If you think about um, the the DNA, the genome, being like an instruction manual or a a book, Um, most books have sort of 50,000 letters in them. This book has 3.3 billion, um, so we have to wrangle that and, and try and make sense of it. It's like a book. Initially, we, we got it, but we didn't know what it all meant. So most of that work that we've done has been looking through the book to see where genes are turned on and where they're turned off, um, and, and we did that for hundreds of possums and um, lots and lots of different tissues. Why do you have to do it with more than one possum? Well, part of the um, interest in doing this study was to try and understand where the possums came from and how they're interbreeding. So the possum we sequenced is actually a hybrid um, having heritage from both Tasmania and uh, mainland Australia. And they're actually um, subspecies, uh, so they're, they're quite different. The Tasmanian possums are black whereas the mainland possums are grey. Um, so, yeah, and it turns out that in New Zealand, um, particularly in southern New Zealand where we did all our testing, they've completely hybridised to the point that um, although there was only a few hundred individuals brought into New Zealand at the time of um, uh, original introduction, setting up the fur trade, etc., even though it was such a small number, the modern population actually has more diversity on average than the ones in Australia that we tested because they've come from multiple regions in Australia and now hybridised. Interesting. And how do you actually do that sequencing? What does that involve practically? Yeah, so the first thing is you want to do one individual to a really high depth. So you get you get... Um, the blueprint for the entire individual. This is the three um, billion letters that I talked about. And then you can go about um, sort of resequencing from a lot of different individuals um, a smaller amount of, of information. And we did this actually by looking at, at the genes that were expressed. We use this not just to find out where genes were turned on and turned off, but we also looked at the 
genetic sequences, the differences within those genes to tell us something about um, uh, the different populations and, and, like I say, how they're hybridising here in New Zealand. What's the point? What's the point? Well, um, as you sort of alluded to in in your introduction, possums are a massive problem in New Zealand. Um, We're we're talking $150 million that gets spent by the government alone. It's not including the agricultural spend, what it costs us in order to just control these possums. It's um, almost, you know, uh, pretty much everybody agrees that we need to find new tools to get rid of possums. Um, so the genetics, uh, if we're going to try and do anything on a molecular level to um, get rid of possums, then we need to um, have a genome, and now we have that. Um, and we can start almost immediately with things that um, uh, rely upon the genome. So if you think about an area where you're trying to make it pest-free, let's use the Otago Peninsula um, as an example, We've almost got rid of all the possums from that peninsula, but there's still a few that are hanging on. Um, uh, And we're not sure if they're like a latent population or they're ones that have come um, from the outside. Mm. Now that we have the DNA, we could um, do a a possum forensics, if you like, or um, kind of um, 23andMe kind of style analysis, and we could see, ah, this possum is actually related to another possum we caught last week in a different valley or um, across the other side of the harbour. And that might mean, that would tell us that that possum has, has since come in, so it's, it's moving about. So those kind of things um, are, are applications that we can do immediately, but um, there, there's other um, you know, things that we could do down the track uh, as well. Where does the possum we fit in? The possum wee, yeah. So the um, the possums are nocturnal, so um, non-visual uh, forms of communication are really important. Um, they actually secrete um, proteins and molecules in the urine um, and leave scent markings a little bit like a dog in order to communicate with each other. And we found those genes, the sequence of them, um, at least one of which um, is completely unknown to science until now, um, and we don't know what they do yet. So we want to see if they're being used to um, lure possums to a particular area, that this might be an attractant or it could be a repellent. Um, we found that they were much more highly expressed in males, so perhaps this is about um, protecting an area and it might be a repellent. If we could make enough of this chemical, it might keep them out of a particular area. Gosh. So, you know, anything's possible. There's a lot more work to do for these more forward-thinking um, uh, ideas. But, like I say, we can start straight away with um, tracking these possum populations. Yeah, you know that this gene, this urine scent gene, is significant because you can see that it's turned on in adults but not turned on in newborn possums. Yeah, that's right. So possums are absolutely fascinating because they're born so underdeveloped and spend most of their um, early development inside the pouch growing, a little bit like we have um, the womb for. And yeah, we found that those possums don't secrete 
um, this molecule. They only need it for when they are outside of the pouch, and this makes complete sense if it's about communication because um, there's not too much communication that you need when uh, you're only staying in one place and yeah. your mother's looking after you. <laughs> yeah, the old mewling for uh, for more feed. Well, what sort of um, impact has this made on the local pest control uh, community? Tim, are they excited by your discovery? Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, in terms of that possum forensics idea, um, we, we have had um, people from predator-free um, uh, groups coming to us saying if this is something that that's, um, we could get started. Um, and of course, we're very interested to follow this up in the short term. Um, but, you know, there's there's um, plenty more things that, that could be done with it. I sort of would compare it to the human genome now that we've had for the last um, 20 years and how that's absolutely revolutionised medicine and biomedical science. Um, I, I feel like over the next 20 years we could have a similar, um, you know, uh, sort of groundbreaking um, uh, uh, opportunities um, come from having this first step uh, already sorted. Just need more geneticists working on it, eh, Tim? That would be great. That would be great. Yep. Um, we're, we're always looking for support, um, but we're very grateful for the support that we have had from the likes of um, the Ministry for Business uh, Innovation and Enterprise and also Predator Free 2050 Limited. Good stuff. You going to do the stoat next? Well, the stoat genome has been sequenced. Um, we weren't a part of that work, um, but it's there, it's out. Where we, were, we, we did a slightly different thing to the stoat genome was we've gone in and we've, we've we went and did that population work um, and all of the gene expression work to see which genes are turned on and which genes are turned off. Um, they've sort of broken their stuff up to, to get the genome stuff the sequence out the road and they'll be doing their follow-up studies um, at the moment. So, yeah, we wish them all the best. Good stuff. Nice to talk to you. Thanks so much for uh, filling us in. Thank you, Jesse. Cheers. That's Associate Professor Tim Hoare, who's been working to uh, fully gene map the brush-tailed possum, the possum, uh, causing problems here in New Zealand.